The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. You think I think you don't like me, but you know I know that's untrue. And as you think about what I think, I know I'm thinking of you. And I thought you thought I thought I'd like you, and I really thought that was true. But now I know a thing I thought so, and now I'm wondering about you. You're listening to the Psych Analysis Podcast, the podcast where we discuss psych episode by episode. And the fun thing is that Dan and I haven't seen the series before, and Tabs and Kim have. So I'm Heidi. I was going to say, how was Heidi? (laughs) Too late. (sighs) All right, I guess I'm Kim. And I'm Tabs. (laughs) And this is Dan. <laughs> and this is the podcast episode where we're discussing season one, episode eleven. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. Oops, he said. <laughs> I love that. You see there, Michael. <laughs> so, first impressions. <laughs> not everybody at first. once. <laughs> okay, second impressions. <laughs> Third impressions. <laughs> right. Reminds uh, me of a really bad math joke. Oh, jeez. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to hear it. But so, I don't. nope. Coming it after the episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this episode, the word, uh, the word meh comes to mind a little bit. Oh. Alien abduction. Yeah, there was no alien. There were no aliens. Right. In fact, they really downplayed that whole alien bit. Like the only guy that thought it was an alien was the first guy. Eh, okay, whatever, whatever. <laughs> we didn't see a whole lot more about him. I liked the addition of the uh, the clocks. Just give him a little tinge of weird. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it was just kind of a huh, not a lot of Sean observing stuff. Not a lot of crazy psychic stuff. Just. Mystery. Oh, let's do it. All the characters were kind of secondary. Whatever. But there was naked people. Lots of naked people. And if Hollywood has taught us anything, (laughs) gratuitous nudity fixes everything. Yeah, uh, that was mostly just disturbing. It's true. It's not like they were super duper attractive naked people. They were just naked naked people. (laughs) Yes. But there was speed dating, which was fun. Yeah, I kind of like this episode. I mean, I like the twist. I mean, you know, it's a little twist, but it's still kind of fun. Like, I remember being surprised that that it was some of the like the speed daters. Well, like what? Huh? Mm -hmm. So I actually wrote down my thoughts the first time through because I had a couple that I was like, okay, I'm not going to remember that once I watch it again, and. I thought when they went to the speed dating the first time, when they showed the shot of, what's his name, Marvin, and he's filling up the green popcorn bowls. And I thought that it was him, but that he was drugging people with the green popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) And then Juliet eats a piece of the green popcorn, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. In fact, they didn't. They didn't really talk about how they did the drugging thing, did they? Or did I just miss no. that? They showed a drink. They did yeah, when they Sean did. is doing mm-hmm. his thing. They showed a drink. Yeah. Like it was, it was a little shaky. See what I mean? It's, 
yeah. round. Things I don't know. Shit. I like the the whole you know um, wedding ring bit. That was kind yeah, of fun. Was, yeah, to show that it actually did have something to do with tanning. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tanning they, was a little weird. How did they get to the tanning salon in the first place? I completely missed that because both the first suspects were super duper tan. Okay, yeah, like fake tan. And okay. they both live sort of near each other, and so they found the tanning salon that both of them were regulars. Okay, that makes sense. So was I was like, Henry. both times I watched it, I was like, how did we get there? <laughs> it was the one guy had uh, scrapes on his butt that, like, scraped away some of the tan. Right, yeah. Like, oh, I see, he's orange. He's actually an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was just just empty. You know, it's just really light on the the acting and the everything. There's there's other bits. They fall in other categories. We'll get to them later. Right. Okay. <laughs> I want to complain the whole time? It's going to be a good time. I haven't had a good complain in a while. What? Have you talked to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wound me. <laughs> I think that was a complaint. <laughs> oh dear! Shape it up to be a good night. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting started. Okay, so what was everyone's favorite scene or least favorite scene? What was working or not working in the episode? You ready? <laughs> Go, Dan. The first interrogation with the guy. When I, I, I can only assume that when you're in an interrogation room, it's really easy to watch two people uh, getting jumpy. I don't, I don't want to interrogate him. You interrogate him. Really easy to see that and hear that and all sorts of things. Those asides were not that, – that is no place for an aside. But that aside, the bit where the, um, the first, uh, first victim – I think somebody should check me for scars. Wham! Up against the glass. What? <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe that was like a really, really hard line to say. And then wham up against the glass. Like he wasn't even throwing up against the glass. They they were just going for the oh let's give Lasseter a scare sort of deal. It was they could have done that so much better. I but I can't tell them confusing. how. It was, it was. I was like, why was he being shoved against the glass? I just didn't get it. He shoved himself. The body language didn't fit the line. The line didn't. The, the line's pronunciation. What what do you call it? The inflection didn't fit how the thing was written. It was just it was messy. But I can't think of a better way to have done it either, and still got the right effect. Like, that was just... I, I would have cut that line. I just would have gotten rid of it. But I'm not a director. And if every fan was a director, we wouldn't be fans. Before this goes too much farther, I did enjoy this episode. And uh, uh, an eh episode of Psych is still better than the best episode of, like, Jersey Shore or something. <laughs> right. So I'm going to complain a lot, but I really do like this. And this, this was still fun. So what was your favorite scene? Oh, God. Um... The bit where they were picking on Martin, Martin or Marvin, Martin—I don't know—the guy with the, the guy Marvin. with the fake Irish accent. Yeah, Marvin. Oh, I, Marvin. It was just fantastic. No, but I can call the police. I, I don't. I don't even know why that was funny. I just Irish accents—they make me all tingly inside. I get mushy. <laughs> fake know. Irish accent too. <laughs> so and, any redheaded girls with Irish accents, call Dan. What up? <laughs> <sighs> My favorite scene was um, 
Sean pretending to be all casual and bull and totally miss <laughs> all of the bowling pins. Oh my god. <laughs> Five hours a week or whatever. Right. And then, he's yeah, like make off like he's great. He's a great bowler. <laughs> yeah, I was aiming for that one pin. Mm-hmm. When you have a 7-10 split, that pin is the hardest freaking pin in the world to hit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, go for it, Heidi. I really liked Lassiter talking to the wrong spot on the two-way mirror. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Telling him that he's supposed to let the suspect go. <laughs> she taps on the glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's and uh, Sean's like waving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. I like that. I think my favorite scene was the speed dating. Especially with Lassiter. Yes. <laughs> I just loved him. <laughs> like, And what kind of car do you drive? Yeah. <laughs> Where uh-huh. were you on the 18? <laughs> you have kind yeah. eyes. Basically just uh, starts interrogating his date. And yeah. then, of course, when he sits down with Juliet. The waitress there. Yeah. Try telling her she's pretty. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I can't. <laughs> and then a bit about... Um, what was it? Oh, Gus. Also, in the speed dating. Yeah, you have there. a foot fetish. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what kind of shoes do you like to wear? Like open toe with strappy pants? <laughs> I bet they had way more dialogue for that. They probably had a lot of fun filming the speed dating. They were probably just bouncing around and coming right. up with all kinds of random stuff. I, I, I doubt she was supposed to even, uh, the gal that was giving Gus trouble about the foot fetish, I doubt she was even supposed to come off as, like, unhappy because they totally got together afterward. Like, that was probably just, like, one of the things. And, oh, I, that's really funny. Let's put it in there. Right. I bet there was tons of stuff. I, you guys saw this. That they're psych outs, right? I still haven't gotten to see those. Were there more speed dating things? Uh, um, no, this was, this was Henry. Henry's Henry. psych outs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lassiter did undo his top button. So. Yes, he I did. did. I right. saw the but he was very uncomfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> Only when Juliet showed up. <laughs> no, well, because they had showed that, up, he was fiddling with it. They, and they had that whole. That it was a good callback to the whole. I'm not sleeping with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. What, what episode was that? I remember it. He's talking about his last partner. Um, it was the it was the one with the the bank robbers um, when they're sitting in the car staking out the bad guys, right? Who they think are the bad guys, but really it was the woman. I almost feel bad for the uh, the original partner leaving now because Lasseter clearly needs some. Um... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I have a prediction, but that'll come later. <laughs> that'll come later. All right. <laughs> I don't think I have a least favorite scene. I mean, there were some mess scenes, but I don't know if there was anything that stood out to me. My other favorite scene is Gus in the tanning salon asking for tanning. Oh, my God. Oh, that was awesome. That was great. I was completely confused the whole time he was protesting to Sean. No, no, don't make me talk to the tanning guy. Sean, there's just, there's one problem. I totally didn't get it. I totally didn't get it until the very end when Gus walks up to the guy and says, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Right. (laughs) And the guy is so 
freaked out. Like, he doesn't know how to answer. Like, you're... Okay. <laughs> that part <laughs> is totally oblivious. <laughs> it was great. Just, just having a great time with it. That was, mm-hmm. that was excellent. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that one. <laughs> I wonder what would happen. I wonder if Gus would have become orange. <laughs> or like, maybe it wouldn't have shown up. Or maybe he would have gotten paler. Ooh. <laughs> Michael Jackson style. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, nothing. Favorite character moments? Um, everything with Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to see the uh, softer side of Henry in this episode. <laughs> Man, every time that happens, it, it it happens from time to time as well. Like uh, Henry's got a woman over or something in a couple episodes back. Sean goes nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't so handle great. it. Yeah, yep. it breaks him. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Well, real men have always taken baths, you know. So. Yes. Right. Can you can you think of anybody <laughs> other than John Wayne? <laughs> every Napoleon. time I watch that, I go. Chandler. I don't think that counts. Um, I think that actually makes uh, it worse. <laughs> Real men take that. Me. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> My favorite character moment is when Sean and Juliet have a hundred percent match. No. So did he really copy her answers, or was that a cover-up? I don't know, because the thing is, is that he looks so awkward at that point. Yeah, he does. Huh? Like, if if he was copying her answers, which totally seems like a Sean thing to do, right. so I wouldn't put it past him, but if he was, why didn't he just exploit it right then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. I'm torn. I think it. you're trying to lead us into a prediction. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, you know, I liked them. I don't. It was very cute because they were all like so awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they first happened. They was just like, I gotta go, and I was like, I gotta go pee. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. right. uh, yeah. My other is uh, Sean trying to convince Gus to do the whole. Um, Conversation starters, <laughs> right? The which, yeah, uh huh. Which he had done already earlier in the speed dating. I'm giving you gold. Oh, that part, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What did he? Nah, never mind. Save it for later. <laughs> so, I think my favorite scene in this one was the bowling alley scene. I I have never seen Sean just completely jealous. He's, he's never had to play that. So, like, that was a really cool thing to see, like, how his actor did that. I, I keep talking about Sean's actor every single episode, and I feel like a broken record. I feel like a broken... I feel like a broken... I feel like a broken... I feel like a broken record. His name record. is James Roday. <laughs> <laughs> James Roday. Oh, nobody likes the broken record joke. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was... um. That was awesome, seeing him mega jealous, and his little, like, psychic prediction was just super weak. <laughs> I mean, that did not work <laughs> Re- at all. Rejection. Just, it worked? fell apart again. It was true. 
Well, it was true, but come on, he could have done better than that. I, I, no, not, not work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. It was just excellent. <laughs> I, I love seeing him get awkward because he actually differentiates awkward from regular, and mm. his regular modus operandi could be so awkward. I mean, just straight up Michael Sarah awkward. So he, he does a good job doing that. I was really excited to see it. Moving on. <laughs> well, I noticed because you keep talking about the uh, psych tropes, psychic tropes. This had the guess the weight and age. Trope. Oh, gee. oh, that's right. That's the At the first. beginning. Oh, that's right. I missed that one entirely. Mm-hmm. I love that transition too. Cause I, I, I fell for it again, even like I've seen this episode and I was like listening to Henry give Sean advice. And I was like, Oh, it's so true. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> And then the next one, he does it. <laughs> he pops right in the sun. Making these crazy predictions. <laughs> yeah, that was a cute opener with uh, Sean having his first date and yes. eating his tater tots. Yes. Hey. I was really focused on my tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> she was just Girls. talking and talking. You totally deserve to be punched. Girls just don't get it. When there are tater tots involved, we don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you're saying. I I don't care if you're talking Sadly. about finding Abraham Lincoln's buried treasure. Tater tots. <laughs> you sound like my husband. Tater tots. <laughs> <sighs> oh, dear. Uh, oh, all right. another another Henry bit that I loved was um, that he knew the queer eye guy's name. Yes. <laughs> I love that it takes him a while to admit that. Right. Oh. Sean thought the Gus is know. Gus isn't admitting it if he does know. It was so funny. I loved it. I remember when that show was popular. Mm-hmm. Dan probably doesn't. because. What do you mean remember? <laughs> In case anybody didn't catch my train of thought there, I'm clearly a fan of queer eye. That was the the self deprecating joke, just explaining it. Right, you, you know. Um, How quadruplesy of you? I was gonna. Say, <laughs> you have to explain the joke. Yup, yup. I know. <laughs> Doesn't stop me. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for favorite quotes. Yay! Woo! My favorite quote is, everyone wants to rub your head, Gus. (laughs) That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Sean says, the rule is all slacks all the time, no exceptions. And (laughs) Gus says, I hear that. I've reached my naked man quota for the year. (laughs) I love it just for the year. (laughs) Yeah, just for the year. I'm a really big fan of that quote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, oh yes um, I can't pronounce it but I'm going to try anyway Sean that's a nice name yeah it's okay it's okay my last name is Oofenderheimy yeah it's been a tough, tough life kids How- kids can be cruel how'd that go again shut up <laughs> No, help me out, help me out. And then she said, yeah, you know, it. you could probably change that. What's your mom's maiden name? Buzz Teats. <laughs> yeah. He says it with a very nice German accent. Yeah, uh, it is. 
you not. Go Dan. I don't. I'm. I'm still fighting this one. I mean, like I said, there weren't a, a lot of amazing ones. I guess um, I know how to do this. So, in order to make this quote really, really stand out, I'm going to say it in an accent. For now, I'm going to leave you with one very simple rule: under no circumstances, ever, ever, do you mention to a woman her age or her what. That is a terrible, terrible quote to use an accent on. <laughs> I'm, I couldn't find a quote. That's that's where I'm going with oh, all this. Okay, that's... here's another one. I have another one. That'll be good. I'll make up for Dan and his lameness. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, I had no idea you were so serious about bowling. Quite serious. Quite serious. Matter of fact, Lego wants to sponsor me. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. They also want me to wear shoes made out of Legos. So I'm torn. <laughs> Uh, I also like. Oh, go ahead. What kind of loser thinks getting a tan is going to help him score a woman? Out box. Thanks to Henry. It's <laughs> good. Uh, in your funny accent, will you say magically delicious? <laughs> I also like the whole quote about um, making the the dates cheaper by the minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, breaking the it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15 seconds. Yes. Um, yeah, there's the other one about, um, okay, what are you doing? You're putting a negative spin on things as usual. Look, they might have a few more obstacles than your typical couple. If she turns out to be a cold-blooded killer, sure. <laughs> what if they really fall in love, Dad? Wow, you uh, you watched this episode multiple times to get the inflection down on that one, didn't you? <laughs> that no. was acceptable. I'm just awesome. <laughs> well, now it's less acceptable. I thought you did some work. What is this? No, it's a natural talent. Don't be jealous, Dan. <laughs> I don't always drink during podcasts, but when I do, I prefer water. Come on, guys. This is PG. Where'd you think I was going? Love is in the air. I can smell it. I smell cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's... See, there's a lot of quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did you spot the pineapple? No. Yeah. Never do. No, no, this, this, this one was really easy. It was uh, when Gus came back with Henry's shirt, he was wearing a hibiscus. And as we all know, hibiscus is the larval stage of the pineapple. <laughs> the larval <laughs> stage of the pineapple? <laughs> uh, I would also like a map of the cat. <laughs> if there's any reference. children listening to this podcast, do you not listen to Dan for scientific information. <laughs> Despite the fact that he's a science teacher. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Sorry for his kids. <laughs> pretty sad. So now we understand the state of education in California. <laughs> um, yes, so there isn't a pineapple in this episode. It got deleted. The scene that it was in got deleted. So it is in oh, the deleted sure. now scenes. Now we have to watch deleted scenes, too? <laughs> On the DVD. That's evil. It got deleted? Yes. Well, that would have really screwed with the contest. Yeah. Sean and Gus do a uh, Sean and Gus do a toast with pineapple juice boxes. Oh. Well, you know, I totally saw that one. 
<laughs> the juice box you can see on his desk, but we're not calling that a... Because it's kind of hard to see. You guys would totally call it. No. I know how you are. No. It's not us. We don't make the rules. We just, you know... We just, we just tell them to you because we've seen all the episodes. You know, I think you do make the rules. I haven't seen anything about this pineapple. Granted, I haven't gone and looked. Yeah, you can't because it'll be spoilers. Anyway, continue Awesome. We should, like, make up some sort of elaborate thing. (laughs) And be like, you can't look it up, Dan. (laughs) It's totally spoilery. (laughs) Now he's never going to believe us. Oh, I don't believe you anyway. Don't even worry about it. You're not losing anything. You know, a fake sibling that's bequeathed to him in the middle of season three. People, come on. (laughs) Nobody bequeaths a sibling unto anybody. Um, Yeah, you do, especially if you speak a different language and wear a robe all the time. Right. Hello. Duh. So, random sibling ruins. Sean's world, and, yeah. but you can't look it up. I'm telling you, It'll, and fixes so he all has his to, memories, and he yeah. has to decide between Gus or this new random sibling, who everybody hates anyway. But really whiny sibling, right? But then, no, actually, she's just really attractive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's super hot, and Gus uh, sings songs about her. Right. Especially at Christmas. And wants to date her. Yeah. But so does Henry, which is awfully weird. (laughs) (laughs) But he doesn't remember any of the sibling stuff, so... Yeah. I'm not not sure right now (laughs) if you're making all this up or if it's getting, like, totally serious and you're going to tell me something along the lines of, and her death will seal a magical gateway (laughs) to another dimension. (laughs) Like, what is happening right now? I'm really good at this. But it's okay if she dies because then the world resumes its natural order. Right. Right. But she is super hot and there'd be one less super hot woman in the world. Right. Sean does have to stab her multiple times. And Lassie investigate the case and tries to get him arrested. But he fails because Julia cuts him off. Yeah. In more ways than one. I was not going to go there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, everybody besides Kim and Tabs have a prediction? One that doesn't involve ridiculous siblings? What do you mean? valid storytelling here. <laughs> it's pretty good, but I'm, it's freaking me out. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> Hey, you can't look it up. And then there's one day where nobody dies. Stop like, it. if you get in a car accident, you still are alive. <laughs> but you have all the injuries still, so it really sucks. <laughs> and the poor Grim Reapers are wandering around, not sure what to do with themselves. Right. And because you're half dead already, you can see the Grim Reapers for the first time. And so you try to save people. But the Grim Reapers are like, no, you can't save people. This is a natural order of things. <sighs> it's really, it's very, very awesome. Continue. Predictions? <laughs> oh, predictions. 
Yeah, that's where we were, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have a uh, slightly crazy prediction. <clears throat> Crazier than our prediction? Not, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think this actually might be in the realm of possibility. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Ours aren't possible? What, too? Uh, no. I'd Not say look it up, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I will Google Psych Grim Reaper. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a Grim Reaper Psych. <laughs> okay, go, lady. <laughs> so, um, the uh, uncomfortable silence with Juliet and Lassiter, it kind of got me thinking. There's There's a little bit of sexual tension there. Hmm. I think that they will date. Maybe not soon, hmm. but at some point. At some point. Hmm. 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 I think Lasseter would have sexual tension with a pineapple. Because <laughs> at this point... <laughs> There's the pineapple. There's the pineapple. There's Dan's prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and done. I'm spent. My prediction involves uh, Sean getting a sister. Right. right. Um, I was going to say Juliet and Sean were going to date, so nah, Heidi. <laughs> well, I was kind of going off of that assumption already. <laughs> didn't you but it had to happen already? at some point. I had to go for the easy prediction because, <laughs> you know, I'm not very smart. <laughs> and you weren't too happy with this episode, so. It was, eh. And apparently, a hibiscus is not the larval form of a pineapple, so whatever. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? I predict that Dan's students will fail their next, next test. <laughs> Especially if that's a question. <laughs> Uh, before we go, I wanted to talk about the plethora of intro casts out there because they've been so kind to mention our podcast. Aww. Yeah. So there is a bunch of other, if you enjoyed psychoanalysis, there's a bunch of other podcasts like this, yeah. um, starting with the potential cast about Buffy soon to becoming the redemption cast about Angel. Um, mm. There's also soon coming uh, Idjit cast on Quadruple Z, which is about Supernatural. And the Fisher cast, which does Six Feet Under. Uh, Moose podcast, it does North... Oh, I'm sorry. Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure. Blah, blah, blah. I can't talk. Uh, Twin Peaks podcast, which does, um, surprisingly, the Twin Peaks show. Right. <laughs> the Bluth cast. The Bluth cast, which is on Quadruple Z, too. If you like Arrested Development, if you've not watched Arrested Development, I'm going to put a personal plug. Go watch it. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Um, even if you don't like Michael Sarah, watch it. Who doesn't like Michael Sarah? Uh, there's people out there. I want to do the Northern Exposure one with James Marsters. There's two. Oh, yeah. He's on two. Which one are they doing? Uh, what do you which, mean? Are, which which one is that? Oh, there's two of them, and I can't remember the names of them, but one of them, he's a priest. <laughs> nice. And one of them, he's like a bellhop or something. Oh, that's fun. Uh, there's also not. there's also Yip Yip uh, Airband, Airbender, the last Airbender podcast. 
Jeez, I can't speak. Uh, so check them out. I have them all listed on BetweenLineStudios.com backslash introcasts. And you can check them all out there. Awesome. So thank you, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Psych. We will be back soon. Don't believe anything we say. I never do. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the stuff that's true. And bye. 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 Psych Analysis is a podcast about the USA Network show Psych and is part of QuadrupleZ.com and Between the Lines Studios. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to BetweenTheLineStudios at gmail.com or visit our website at QuadrupleZ.com. Psych Analysis is released under a Creative Commons and Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative work, 3.0 United States License. Yay, me. I promise you won't laugh. Are you ready? I believe you. (laughs) An infinite number of mathematicians walk into a bar. The first one orders a beer. The second one says to the bartender, I'll have half of what he's having. The third one says to the bartender, and I'll have half of what he's having. The bartender says, you can all go to hell. And pulls out two beers. Huh. Zeno's bridge, but it was a calc two joke. It converges to two, goddammit. Alright, no, 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 it's, it's, it's not a, funny. Don't it's even a philosophy it. joke. Cause they can never get there anyway. Oh yeah. I always heard it was Zeno's arrow though. Whatever, man. Math is not funny. Oh, you're right. It probably is arrow, but regardless, it's also bridge. It's a bridge in in uh, in uh, Zork. You're a bridge in Zork. Okay, um. so how about the next episode? <laughs> well, that was abstract. <laughs> you're a bridge in Zork. <laughs> Zork. You Can you really be a bridge in Zork if it's all text? Uh, I never got to play it's a, it. It's a bridge that never ends. You can play it now. Jeez. It's yeah. free. Well, yeah, but we're doing a podcast right now, and I don't want to get eaten by a group. It's true. You'd have to get eaten by a group. Because it's inevitable. <laughs>